Welcome to the first episode of Harry and Dean's Five Faves. I am your host, Dean. And I'm Harry. And, you know, this is our first episode, so welcome. Welcome. You know, we're, we're just gonna... Yeah, we're, we're gonna pretty much just talk about our five faves of any category. So, mainly music, because uh, that's, that's our love. Dean and I first intersected musical paths a few years ago, um, but it's really taken off in ways I think neither of us ever imagined. So uh, yeah. we we thought that we would love to share uh, some of our five faves with everybody, as we often do over text or in conversation. And uh, we, we just thought it would be interesting. So yeah, uh, we, yeah, we hope you enjoy. And alas. Yeah, so today's episode... We're going to be going over our top five bands and we thought, or bands and artists. We thought that'd be a good way to kind of introduce ourselves a little bit and kind of, kind of get the show rolling. Yeah. Give you guys a taste of where we're coming from and our, our musical loves. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you want to just get right into it? Let's, let's hop right in. Let's do it. Number five, I'm starting my list off with the king of rock and roll elvis presley oh nice classic i uh went up to graceland over the summer that really did a lot just seeing all that stuff super cool place um it was one of the first uh, musical artists uh, i really knew my grandma would play his like golden hits cd uh and yeah so i put elvis number five yeah yeah i mean i remember I remember that even from back when we were in, I don't know, first, second grade or whatever, and you would be singing, I don't I remember what song, but I know it was Elvis. Was really? it Heartbreak Hotel? Good or, chance. Yeah, yeah. I I still have clear memories of that. And if I sort of traced back to my first memory of you and music, that would probably be the very first one. Interesting. So that, uh, that makes sense. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I I remember, if you don't mind me sharing my first... Oh, I, I think I know what it is. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. First time I ever met... I don't know, Well, not met Harry. First time I ever saw Harry was at the talent show. <laughs> and because he was in the other class. There's like two first grade classes. And here's this kid dancing to Billy Jean by Michael Jackson. I'm like, who is this guy? This guy is like cool. Yeah, it's it's true. It's it was true. it was pretty sweet. I I thought so myself. Yeah, <laughs> I I put a lot of time into that dance. That's awesome. Yeah, do you remember it? I do. Really? I do. Yeah. Of okay, course. we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna hopefully get. Yeah. A nice. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna do the dance or something. Oh yeah, dude. That's that's burned in. New Year's dance. New Year's. You do it. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Sweet. All <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Elvis Presley, number five. For me all right my number five would have to be the black crows um i will just preface everything by saying that my list is typically pretty firmed in with little nudge room so the crows have kind of bounced around in the top five and top ten. Five is their current spot um so they're kind of just on that bubble of being inside we shall see uh like in the next year if they stay there it's really hard with the current state of the band, but I think that at their, I think that they're a band that's had three primes. Um, one where they were just really on top kind of popularity wise, but also playing wise, like they were just on the upward 
trend. And then two other peaks where musically, I think they were performing at very high levels and they were sort of in that jam band scene, but also branched out, pushed out, did a lot of country stuff that I just really dig. And I think it goes so criminally unnoticed by everyone. Um, and yeah, I I love them. They were actually my first concert when I was eight years old. Wow. Saw them at the Wiltern in 2013, uh, which was just a phenomenal show. I mean, I think that show really did change change my life and changed a lot of things for me. But yeah, Crows, Crows would be number five. I will say that I am really disappointed with where they're at now. I think that they've, I mean, undeniably sold out and are really just not putting on these top level performances that became so, uh, so standard for them. And instead are just trying to sell tickets and are kind of, kind of doing the bare minimum. Like now they're just an average band, which really sucks. Cause I think that there's so much of them that's far beyond average, but yeah, right now I, I still think that, uh, their past uh, over overtakes and overshadows what their kind of media, their mediocrity, their current mediocrity at the moment. So Crows for me are number five. And have you seen them since that first concert? Yeah. Yeah. I saw them last year at the Santa Barbara bowl and it was just like, they barely, I don't even know if they played for an hour and a half, which like for a band that, would do two sets, three hour shows, really disappointing. Um, they did a greatest hit set, very little jamming, just, they, they sounded decent, but mm-hmm. it just didn't feel authentic to like, I mean, what their band's identity had been for the 20, 30 years prior. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But... It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Are they, are they touring still? Yeah. 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 They're touring. Um, they got back together in 2020 or 2019 um and we're planning out the tour for 2020 obviously got pushed back because of COVID-19 but um their reunited band was like half the band you know and Uh, the other half they excluded so just really unfortunate but it happens it happens nice so my number four is the band Fish Mm, yeah now, Fish, Fish is definitely, well, number four. I like all the bands on this list <laughs> or artists, but, you know, I love them. Yeah. They're great. Uh, both of us, we went to uh, a run over at the Hollywood Bowl this past year. It's awesome. Amazing. Night two. Night two. What was the day of that? I don't remember. Saturday, oh, Saturday. Uh, yeah, it was Saturday. 22nd. 22nd, April 22nd. April 22nd, 2023. My life was changed on that 2001 that shocked yeah. us in 2001 to Sneaking Sally. That was a funky night. That was a, that was a great night. But yeah, Fish, there, I mean, pretty good. What what do you think in particular about Fish's music do you latch on to? I would say, huh, you know, compared to some of the other bands on my list, I'm not going to necessarily go into like, well, just not yet. Don't like, give it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're just like, I don't. I wonder how I'd explain that. They're like, I don't even know how to explain fish. They're just they're everything. They're they're freaking weird, but like good. And like their lyrics are just like, 
random, but like their songs are like pretty epic at the same time. Yeah. I think Fish has proven that they have a lot more layers to them than what is just apparent to the eye. Yeah. Uh, I think that they've got more diversity to them than, yeah, just kind of what the general public knows and thinks of Fish. So I think that's something. But yeah, as you mentioned, like they're they're weird. Like they're a wacky band, but they pull it off so seamlessly. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's so ingrained into their identity but they have a fan base that's so large so hardcore and just wholeheartedly embraces it that's pretty special um definitely definitely some of the magic with them yeah there's nothing like a a fish show just the people there yeah it's crazy yeah but yeah Yeah. we 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 were there uh well night three out came to mind just the people there we're oh my goodness yeah there's well, many we'll characters to, we'll go into that we'll we'll get a, a fish episode going yeah it, uh, but it's a it's a scene it, yeah if you never experienced that that's, that's gotta be something everyone's gonna yeah. look into potentially but yeah fish number four for me all right my number four is goose goose the band goose. yeah uh this is a band that popped on to my radar um i want to say March of 2022 and it's interesting because I don't feel that I've ever had a band that just soars up my rankings like Goose has done but their music is so refreshing um and just real and honest but it's it's very different than I would say a lot of their contemporaries I mean for those of you that do not know Goose is certainly a jam band uh but their music is very accessible and they're capable of making great studio music where bands like the Grateful Dead, Fish, kind of been a struggle for them uh, notoriously. So I think the that fact is that I like listening to Studio Goose just as much as I like listening to Live Goose because they have really perfected that, which not many jam bands can. And it's also wild just the amount of people I've turned on to this band and that have stuck with it. I mean, anybody from my sister who I I never expected to dig them, but I mean, I kind of did, but not really. Uh, to my buddy Jack, who is a huge EDM guy. Um, and then I we kind of both realized that we dug some, some similar jazz. And then I was like, dude, you would probably dig Goose and he loves them now, which is crazy. Um, to like longtime fish and dead fans that are just kind of like, yeah, these guys are carrying the torch for this generation. So they're they're a fantastic band. Live, they put on a great show. Um, but they they just really write good songs and then have great jams around the songs instead of like where I would say fish really have great jams yeah. with most songs and then the songs kind of come around. The jams, but fish, you think of the jams for me. Yeah. Goose, you think of the songs. You think of everything. Yeah, you, you do think of yeah. everything. But particularly the, the songs. And they're all just monster players. I think Rick Matiratonda, their guitarist, one of the best modern day guitarists, without definitely. a doubt. I would I would definitely say that. John Mayer would agree. <laughs> John Mayer would agree. He loves, he he loves, loves Rick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rick's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, my number three. Now... We'll we'll go into this band 
uh, a little bit. I'll just I'll just share my number three. We'll we'll go into them. But my number three would be the Grateful Dead, uh, along with Dead and Company. I'll put that in the the same category. Uh, and Wolf Bros. Here and, comes the hate. Hey, there's no no hate, no hate. But Dead and Company. Yeah. So I'd say it was like April 2021. Harry really got me into the Grateful Dead. Uh, and there's something about him that I just really liked. Uh, almost addicting, kind of. Just keep going back, checking them out. I know at first I was like, this is not good. But I just <laughs> kept going back and listening to it. Uh, and then it, it definitely grew on me. Uh, it's weird how it grows on you. It's yeah. like... I, re- I remember... Or sorry. Go uh, I was just going to say, it's like a mold that starts in your corner and you kind of ignore it and maybe push it away a little and then it expands more Definitely. and then you you have to start noticing it and then it keeps growing and keeps growing and then you can't get rid of it because it's just so freaking powerful yeah 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 but i remember you made a playlist like dead for dean yeah and i would listen to that and i like didn't like it like the first time i was like i don't like this and then like i just kept going back and back for some reason i just like it took took probably like a week until I was like, dang, I actually really do like this. It's funny that it took a week because so many deadheads I know, including myself, it takes forever. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in a different place. Yeah, we'll get it more into it. But yeah, uh, but just, yeah, the, the Grateful Dead, you know, I love, I, this, this might be, I know this is, um, uh, in a, um, in a, this is an unpopular opinion. Sorry. <laughs> But I do really like Studio Grateful Dead. I I listen to a lot of studio stuff. It's just uh, we'll we'll definitely have a lot of Grateful Dead albums. I'm not, I'm not er, uh, episodes. I'm yeah. not gonna go into favorite albums, favorite songs quite now. We'll save that. But but yeah. Uh, and I'm not I'm not gonna say it. We'll come back to to this because I, I can't really say too much. But like at the moment, I might reveal some other people on my list. But the no the dead dead are definitely cool they got me into a lot of these other bands on this list a lot of these other artists and massive gateway yeah definitely and yeah they're good yeah there's there's a few more i like just a little bit more (laughs) it's crazy uh because i know who the two are and (laughs) uh, i'll just say it's blasphemous no i'm just kidding it's just personal it's great but yeah all right my number three and and here comes more hate is you too (laughs) (laughs) all i'm gonna say is i mean actually this isn't all i'm going to say but i will lead by saying uh only band to have a number one album in four different decades that's pretty huge uh shows yeah only only group or artist band whatever to have a number one album in four different decades. Yes, I said it again, because that's an incredible fact. Uh, second highest grossing live act of all time. So I think that that gives you a bit of the picture. I would say just that continual success to have that over 40 years. I mean, the Stones haven't had that. I don't think the Beatles would have that. The fact that U2 has that shows like they make good music that stays great over periods of time and they keep putting out good music in different periods of time so it shows their staying power you know like so many of their contemporaries just got stale um from that time because they were never able to evolve you two 
constantly has evolved and their constant evolution has contributed to their constant success. Um, and then being the second highest grossing live act of all time, obviously there's something there. So the fact that you can have such success uh, recording music and making music and then such success on a live stage, which I think is really a great indicator of how good a band or an artist actually is. I mean, that, that speaks volumes, but they've got a lot of really great albums. I think that they made their jump from Joshua Tree to Octune Baby, one of the riskiest jumps you could have ever taken, like that anybody's ever taken in their musical careers, and it's paid off handsomely. Um, and I just think, yeah, live, they're a great band. I mean, admittedly, and I think pretty much every YouTube fan or hater will admit this is they do have a few stinkers in the bunch but they just have so many great songs a lot of them go unnoticed uh and yeah incredible band go see them because they're always putting on a crazy show um and define sort of what is happening elsewhere in the music scene at the time so that would be my number three nice my number two is goose this is a band that i've only really known i don't even think it's been a year yet honestly yeah but no it hasn't it hasn't yeah Yeah. but oh my goodness i do really like goose and a lot of these bands do come from harry he's a he's a big uh music influence on me but just like they're young they're good they'll hopefully be playing for majority of our lives you know we'll be able to see them dream a bunch their studio stuff like you said so good ridiculous like drip field is one of the best albums like i feel like just ever honestly i i love that album i think it's a great album and i feel that i mean just artists like that haven't made albums definitely yeah that quality yeah this is easily the best vocals from any jam band ever <laughs> like not even close oh to my it's opinion. ridiculous yeah rick amazing singer peter also an amazing <laughs> singer i would i would say great vocals uh, they they're just so they work together so well yeah I sorry mean. <laughs> well and then you know ben leaving it's you know, tough we'll, we'll see what happens yeah uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad about that. You know, it, it is. It's a tough sad. loss. Yeah. So if yeah, if you, if you, yeah, if you guys don't know, uh, the drummer did depart. Yeah. But tough pill to swallow. But yeah. But like, my mom likes Goose, who hates the dead, hates fish, which is crazy itself. But she loves Goose. Uh, my dad loves Goose. Everyone I know that's listened to Goose has liked it. Especially if they don't really like jam bands, they really do like Goose. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I feel like just any anyone yeah, would like it. I I even got my mom on board. My mom. This is the woman who says that she would rather not have music um, than have music playing in the car most times. Wow. I, I will also say that I love her very much. Mom, I do love you. <laughs> just I, I Her music taste will probably come up. But, I mean, this is natalie merchant's number one fan and she digs goose it's it's crazy yeah Yeah. goose they're they're great and they're they're just getting started yeah they're just getting started they've got so much more time everything we'll see what happens with the new drummer 
Uh, but they got some shows in May, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so a couple of festivals in the summer. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully they'll be back soon, and you know, hopefully we'll get we'll get an album this year. Yeah, we we need we must get an album this year, Goose yes. Rick. I know you're listening. Twenty twenty four. Where's it at? Where's my Studio Factory fiction? Studio Factory fiction. I <laughs> yeah. like that. But uh, my number two, the greatest rock and roll band of all time, undoubtedly. The mighty, magnificent Led Zeppelin. I mean, this is a band. I, it's crazy, but I literally can't pick my favorite Zeppelin album because Zeppelin Two is just like a perfect rock and roll album. But so is Zeppelin Four, and then Physical Graffiti, one of the best double LPs of all time. Not a stinker in the bunch. It's a masterpiece. Uh, but I think what really does it for me about Zeppelin. And with a lot of these bands on the list as well, is just their range. Jimmy Page, I think, maybe the greatest guitarist of all time. Certainly the greatest rock and roll guitarist of all time. Uh, the wide variety of music that he really produced for this band, um, and just his guitar work. As a guitarist myself, I just drool over learning so many of those Zeppelin songs. Really gave me a lot of chops, but. Uh, yeah, just the range, the fact that they can do acoustic ballads, um, not just acoustic ballads, though, like these beautiful, complex acoustic ballads, um, awesome old folk or blues songs that they take and just really breathe new rock and roll life into them. Incredible, massive 10 plus minute compositions, uh, just real masterpieces. Um, and just this raw, organic, I mean, feeling like they are rock and roll uh i love rock and roll and i love led zeppelin and i think everybody who loves rock and roll loves zeppelin because they are the ultimate band like they are just the best rock and roll band uh yeah that's valid <laughs> that is so my number one and hate on me all you want harry <laughs> And anyone listening, but this is definitely my favorite artist of all time. You know, I, I do like him a lot, you know, and, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get any more episodes talking about this person. We could. We will. We will? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> my number one, my favorite artist is John Mayer. Now, this might, this might be kind of interesting, but I did not who, know who John Mayer was until I watched a Dead and Company video, <laughs> and I was like, "Who's that guitar player? Whatever." Who's that Indian guitar player? I did. I did. Think <laughs> there was some. There's like different lighting. I, I did. I did think he was, but later came <laughs> to learn that he wasn't. Uh, but I don't even remember what my first marriage songs were. I think Continuum probably. Yeah. Um, and ever since that, the yeah, Sabrock came out that summer. I'm definitely the biggest Sobrock fan out of the few Sobrock fans or the any that are out there. I'm definitely the biggest love John Mayer. I think he is a great studio yeah. uh, musician. I think he has many great albums. <laughs> I uh, he's, he's been my top uh, artist on, on, I use Apple music, but he's That's been my sure. top on Apple music for the past three years uh, since I've been listening um i've seen him live two times on his own and seen uh with the dead and everything but 
that Saw Rock show is definitely one of my my top shows. And his solo show, it was great. Uh, him out there with an acoustic, he he got a lot done. Doing his thing. His thing. Uh, and yeah, big big mayor fan. And you know we'll we'll talk about that later. I'm gonna save the the rest of the time for your number one. Thank you. Yeah. I, I I will say no no hate to mayor no direct hate to mayor but uh yeah um you know I I just think that some of his music and musical choices are questionable as a guitarist Definitely. however he is in my top five without a doubt probably my top three so I am also a big mayor stand but my number one artist is Grateful Dead um most of you who know me know that uh I got. I first was introduced to the dead at eight years old from rock and roll Rob, uh, my rock and roll godfather. So uh, thank you, rock and roll Rob, because it really has changed my life. But he gave me a little care package of dead CDs. Um, and it really just didn't grab me at first. I mean, I was eight years old, uh, but I've always loved rock and roll since I was a little kid. But at that time, I was really just getting into like heavier music. Before, I was kind of a classic rock junkie, but that was when I started veering into metal. At that time, hair metal, later like thrash metal. So it didn't quite grab me till I was 11 years old. Saw Dead & Company for the first time, um, Irvine Meadows, before they tore it down. And it was a really great show. And I don't even remember too much from that show. I just remember the same summer, I saw Guns N' Roses. So this, I was 11, yeah. And at the time, they were my favorite band. And I came out of Guns N' Roses thinking, I think I like The Dead more, which was like crazy, like crazy. And then uh, next summer, they rolled back around. We saw them two nights at the Hollywood Bowl. And uh, that that solidified everything for me. That was the moment where I was just like this, you know, 12 years old, that's crazy to think. But I knew I was like, yeah, this is going to be my band for for life, like. I love this. I love everything. Like, I love what's happening. And yeah, their music was a gateway to so many things, jam and non-jam, you know, Dylan, Dylan to fish. Like, it's, it's crazy. But the diversity in their music, uh, the many influences that they've drawn upon to, to many, um, they're like the most American music that there is in terms of their influences and the variety of them drawing upon like literally everything folk jazz i mean their band's philosophy of improvisation is pretty much the philosophy of jazz country soul r&b like they they just do everything and that kind of made the rock and roll thing so uh the dead without without a doubt i mean they're truly the ultimate jam band the epitome of improvisational music and i think kind of the threshold and the the idols to everybody in that scene, what they aim for. And I I know that I am not alone when I say that their music has absolutely just changed the entire course of my life. So yeah, that would be my number one. Sweet. Well that's gonna do it for our our list. Our very first episode. Our very first Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And uh, we should have more content out for you guys. So please tune in. Give us a follow on all those platforms, you know, all of them. Yeah. Our Instagram 
HD underscore five faves. And while you're at it, while you're on Instagram searching for some accounts, you can follow our band, Downside Up underscore band. Great band. Very, very, very good band. They were just, they were in my honorable mentions. So <laughs> they, they made the HM. Exactly. But, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. It means a lot to us. And, you know, this is just the beginning of Harry and Dean's Five Faves. Thank you.